Absolute power corrupts absolutely. everyone and welcome once again hey it's that time i am jt aka the master and as always on a sunday morning at this time it's the master plan you know it is the number to call in is 347-637-3220 is the place to be if you want to talk to jt and you know that's me got it Great show in store for you, like I've said before, and I'm going to say it again. We're going to be talking about fantasy football. Um, in about three hours, I'll be at uh, my first live draft. And uh, I've been talking to several people about their drafts, seeing on Facebook and other things, uh, uh, and um, people have been corresponding with me about um, fantasy football and what what I think of their lineups. So I, what I'm going to do here now, okay, we're going to talk about, and I think I did this before, but I, I have to reiterate this because a friend of mine that I've known for four or five, maybe six years, and ever since I've known him and, be, and been, we've been talking about fantasy football, one of the no-nos that I told him not to do or advised him or, 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 or said I wouldn't do, I say that, I say that I wouldn't do, is to uh, get into a, 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 a draft and get so star, um, uh, star, magnetize or whatever you want to call it that you lose sight of the overall picture in your fantasy draft um and i i, I have to um say that you can't do it you you got, you got to be able to um keep your head uh about you and um, be able to draft accordingly. Now, like I said, I'm going to do my li a live draft at about one o'clock. Um, and uh, I I'm thinking that uh, uh, maybe I need to reiterate the do's and don'ts of uh, In fantasy football, because uh, I think uh, maybe some people need a refresher course, so to speak. So what we're going to do is uh, do that. That's one of the things that we're going to cover. Now, I got a call on the line. I'm going to bring my man McCall in here. Um, I don't know if he's got, uh, maybe something he wants to talk about, but I'll bring him in here and, and welcome him to the show and say, what's up, my man? How you doing? What's up, sir? All how right. How are you? Okay. How you been, man? Just been chilling. Then you going to go over your, uh, how to, how to draft? Yeah, today? man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the reason why I'm doing this is this, um, one of the reasons, and and, and I, I was disappointed in your cousin because uh, <laughs> because, and I told him I was going to talk about this today. So if he called in, he called in. If he don't, oh well. 
it's not like I didn't give him any kind of forewarning. I told him I was going to talk about this. Uh, he he tells me uh, he was in a draft, a 10-team draft. He was running the draft. Uh, he had the third pick overall in the draft in the first round. He laid the scenario out of what the scoring system was. And now, my, mind you, now, it doesn't really, in my opinion, it doesn't make a difference whether it's a 10-team where you, when you wind up, uh, when you have, I think, 12 teams, I think he had. Um, no, he had he had a 10-team. Yeah, he had a 10-team. And uh, so the talent uh, for each team should be re- readily available, let me put it that way, versus a 12-team, which thins it out a little bit more. And quite naturally, as you go more and more teams, 14, 16, whatever, the talent level thins out on each team. Right. So, so he has the third pick. Okay. Now, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, in my opinion, the top five picks, maybe the top seven picks, um, are all running backs. All running backs. Right. And you got there's, there's at least top top seven uh, running backs in the league. So. Yeah. And your your cousin, in his infinite wisdom, decides to take. I guess he got uh, um, um, stars in his eyes, or or the big name, or whatever, and, and panicked early and decided to take a quarterback as the third pick in a ten-team league. Well, who did he take? He took Aaron Rodgers. He took Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Now, yeah. now it, it, it it it's a it's a good quarterback, but yeah, it's a good quarterback. It's it's a bit of a reach, a bit for fantasy. Let, let me tell you what he took as in running backs. He has three running backs, and I wrote them down. And I wrote this his part, most of his roster down. I didn't write the defensive players down, but I wrote his offensive players down. So he has Aaron Rodgers and Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterbacks. He only has three. He only has three running backs, and his three running backs are LaShawn McCoy, who's dealing with a hamstring, and no telling how how long that's going to last, and if he ever is going to be healthy, because you know how uh, uh, um, hamstrings um, uh, linger, especially with a running back. Um, yeah, he, a he looked, roll. Yeah, he looked. He took Lat- Latavius Murray from Oakland, and then he took Alfred Morris. Now, uh-huh. right there, he's shaky on his running backs, and he's only got three of them. And then, he, then he has. Yeah, but I'm listening. I, I, I could kind of, I could kind of see his thinking with that, though, just a little bit. It might really? not be, you know, it might not be comfortable, but I kind of see his thinking because uh, he's got. He's got one surefire back in there that's going, you know, it's going to give, it's going to deliver him, you know, solid numbers. That's an Alfred Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, he could take a gamble with him, but I, I, I don't know too much about the young and out in Oakland. And I don't, and, uh, but I know that there's plenty of dysfunction out there in Oakland. So you never know what that's going to be. So really, so really, truly, in my eyes, he only got one running back, and yep. if Lashawn McCoy hit, he can hit big with him, or whatever. So I, I can kind of see that. It's not something I would do, but I can kind of see that part. I don't know if he's looking at it that way. Well, let, let me let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Um, and I'm thinking, uh, I would think that. Uh, uh, the, these running backs would would have been available at the time. Let me get let me get the list of r- running backs up that I think would have been available um, at the time when he drafted. And stop. Let me uh, get this up. Come on. Trying to get it up. Yeah, plenty of running backs available. Well, th- th- this is this is what I'm saying. This is this first off his first draft. Let me see now. First, first round, you would think that maybe uh, Le'Veon Bell would have probably gone first, 
and probably AP probably would go in a uh, second. Or it, maybe not in that right. order, but maybe first or second. So that you means he would have that. That, that means he would have had Eddie Lacy, Jamal Charles, um, CJ Anderson, uh, Matt Forte, or Jeremy Hill. Um, that would have been read, readily available at the number three pick versus taking a quarterback. Now, this is a 10-team league, so you figure if it, each team takes a quarterback, that's 20 quarterbacks, okay? Each team takes two quarterbacks. That's 20 quarterbacks. But you would have to think that if you don't take Aaron Rodgers and you take a big-time uh, running back, you're sure to get a very decent quarterback uh, fourth or fifth round without without a doubt because there's only 10 teams. It's not like like a, the the talent level is thinning out and the thinking in yeah. my thinking my thinking is this you did, I understand Aaron Rodgers is a big time quarterback but in in fantasy you're looking for a quarterback to give you decent mid mid double digit numbers you can find a decent quarterback without taking Aaron Rodgers and then you can get a running back in the first round, that's a surefire thing. Um, and, and worry about getting a quarterback later on. Um, now you're now you're scrambling and you're getting running backs that are not top flight running backs because you took a quarterback in the first round. And the next round that you are able to get a uh, um, a a pick would be the um, let's see, it would be the um, first round, the 20, let me see that, that's 10, uh, almost the 19th, 18th pick, 17th pick, something like that before you're able to, to, to pick again. And that, that's like 15, 16, uh, um, picks before you're able to pick again, at least, at least. And then you have two or three picks, uh, a space to part. So my thinking is this, that you don't take a quarterback in, in the first round, it, it, especially in a 10-team league when, when the talent level is, is going to be all over the place because it's only 10 teams. It's not 12 or 14 or, or higher amount. So you're sure to get a decent quarterback, um, but you, you got to get some – uh, the skill positions like uh, wide receivers and and, and uh, running backs, and um, not get so enamored with a big time name like Aaron Rodgers or Andrew Luck. Now I don't know. He didn't tell me wh where Andrew Luck went. He didn't tell me where uh, Peyton Manning may have gone or Drew Brees may have gone. He I know this is not the first time he did it last year, and he and he and he did it again. Um, taking Aaron Rodgers in the first round, which I think, in my opinion, uh, is a real bad move because it puts you behind of trying to get um, top running backs and wide receivers when you can pick up a quarterback that, that doesn't have that much of a point differential week to week um, versus a running back that would have a bigger point differential uh, week to week because the list drops off dramatically um, after the top five or six, maybe seven or eight. That's my thinking. That's just my thinking. Uh, it, it's proven proven out. I've I've done pretty well in my drafts, carried off into some championships. Um, your cousin, different story. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, and, and I, I, I try to reiterate that to him yesterday, but he, he, he was hell-bent, which is fine. This is his team, um, and, and more than likely, um, um, depending on the talent level of the people that are in the league, uh, he may do well and he may not. But I think it's flawed thinking when you take a quarterback as the third pick in a 10-team ten, ten draft. That's, that's um, that doesn't make any sense to me. So one of the things... Um, the first thing I wanted to uh, go go through is, and I started to do this before, and uh, I didn't finish it uh, for whatever reason. 
Uh, I got off topic, but it, it happens. So the first do uh, do I want to, um, and it, it probably not want to say it's the most important, but it's one of the uh, important things that you need to have uh, a knowledge of going into your draft is understand all the rules of your league. No matter the uh, category league falls under, whether it's a standard uh, league um, with default settings that ESPN or CBS or Yahoo or whatever that you play with, or you customize it to a PPR, which is point per reception, or you have some IDPs in it, where and that's individual um, um, defensive positions, uh, whether you have a, f- a flex position, that means you can flex, uh, um, put a, a wide receiver, a tight end, or a running back in a, another position other than a running back and, and wide receiver. It's just another uh, position you can put in to your league. doesn't make a difference. Just as long as you, you understand what um, the uh, uh, um, rules of the league and its settings of the league, whether the quarterback gets four to six points for a touchdown for a pass, um, whether, uh, like I said, if it's a point per reception, whether uh, uh, he, he gets points, uh, the quarterback gets points for uh, attempts uh, and, and completions or a running back uh, and, or a wide receiver get the um, um, points for uh, touches, uh, rushing attempts, and a wide receiver gets um, uh, points for targets. I've been in leagues like that where uh, that, that, that's uh, also um, on one of the um, settings for, for the league. Um, doesn't make a difference. Just as long as you, when you walk into your draft, that you understand what type of scoring system and rules that your league has in order to, for you to maximize drafting on your roster and to be able to get the best out of your roster throughout the league. I mean, throughout the uh, 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 fantasy season. Uh, 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 don't, don't forget the bye weeks. All right. You start drafting r- running backs and wide receivers. Uh, and all of a sudden you're, you're looking at week six and both your starting running backs and maybe one or two of your wide receivers are on the same bye week. Um, hopefully, your backups, you have um, pick up the slack, but you're really um, hurting your team and, and when you do that. Now, some people have done this and have this type of thinking. I'd rather take my uh, – and, and the thinking is this. If I go down with bye weeks – I'll take my starting running backs, if it's both of them, um, by weeks, and I'll put in my backups and suffer for that week and don't have to worry about by weeks for the rest of the rest of the season. Um, same with the wide receivers. Uh, wide receivers uh-huh. have the same, same by week. Uh, I'll put them out for one week. Don't have to worry about uh, taking them out any other week, just a week. Both of them have the by week, and then I can play them for the rest of the season. Now there's there's two, right. two two types of thinking. Um, you can um, uh, do it that way, or stagger it where one or one wide receiver and maybe one running back, uh, maybe not the same week but uh, different weeks, have a bye week, and then you just bring in one of each position, versus um, taking them all out. Uh, either wide receiver or running back in, in the same bye week. It's, it, it, you know, it, it's, it, it's just a comfort level and how confident you are in um, doing that. Me, um, I like to keep at least one of my starting running backs in uh, each week, um, except for the bye week. I, 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 I have never, I can't recall if I've ever done it. I don't think I have had a time where I had – both of my starting running backs out because of bye weeks or um, both of my starting wide receivers out because of bye weeks. And it, com- it comes even worse if you have your quarterback on one of the same bye weeks as your running backs or your wide receivers. Now you're taking a lot of points out of your lineup, 
hoping that their backups that you put in can pick up the slack. And more than, more often than not, that doesn't happen. So my opinion, you try to get um, the least amount of guys out of your lineup from week to week um, due to bye weeks as possible. So you got to pay attention to bye weeks when you're doing dr- your draft. Don't forget about the bye weeks because you can put yourself in a huge dilemma and have too many bye weeks and too many players all out at the same time. I don't know how you feel about that, Mikael. Um, I don't even, do you play fantasy football anymore? Do, or no, yes or no? Yeah, I'm playing fantasy. I, I done got back playing, but I'm playing the weekly joints now. Okay, okay. Then, then you must be dro- dropping into that um, millionaire uh, first week that the either DraftKings or FanDuel is going to have. Am I right about that? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I, I think a lot of I, I ain't even look I ain't even looking at it like I'm I'm trying to win that. I'm just looking at it like it's addictive, man. It's like gambling. <laughs> it's really addictive. It's it's really well, like gambling. Well, you know, um that that uh that that can be. I mean I mean, there's a lot of scenarios, a lot of fantasy daily that you can get into baseball. They even have golf. They had, um, I'm trying to think what else they have. They have um, NASCAR. Yeah, I think they got they all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They got so, every sport on there. Every yeah. one of them you can, you can do, you know, you can go on there and do something today if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not into all that. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really into just the, uh, the football, mm-hmm. you know, cause I know, you know, cause I know the players, I know the stats. I can follow it. You know what I mean? It's something I'm, right. I'm good with. I, I, I never, I mean, because I tried fantasy basketball. I didn't like it. I tried fantasy baseball. Really didn't like that. Tough. Um, fantasy baseball yeah. is tough. You got to stay on top of um, players, and, and it's every day. Yeah, every day. I mean, uh, it wasn't that it was tough. It just, It just didn't interest me. It just was like. More boring stuff on top of more. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I just felt I just found it boring. But um, yeah. You, you but you could definitely do it. Like you know, week. To, that's the that's the that's the uh, attraction for me. I could do it week to week. Every week it's a new draft. Mm-hmm. I gotta start. You know, you start mm-hmm. all over, and you you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. And it's broken down every week. And so yeah, I'm really I really like that. So, so if I'm out another week, one week, you know what I mean? I ain't, I don't, I don't have to worry about it. And then if I want to be in the next week, then I just be in the next week. Yep. And, and, and you can jump in there at your comfort level. You don't have to spend a lot of uh-huh. money. Um, and, and, uh, uh, the better you get at it, the, 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 the more, the possible more money you can win. I mean, there's a lot of money to be, to be made in those daily leagues. Uh, if you understand, um, um, the different types of daily leagues. Uh, I think I, not last year, was it last year? No, year before last, um, is when I first, first got into it. And, um, um, near the end of the year. And, uh, I don't know if I told you the story before, uh, cause I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. And I'll never draft this guy on my team ever again. Um, um, I, I got into a, um, uh, uh, a daily draft. Uh, it was during uh-huh. the. It was near the end of the 2013 season, not 2014. And um, uh, the quarterback I used was uh, Colin Kaepernick. The the, the <laughs> and, and, and and the defense I used was the San Francisco 49ers. And it just so happened that uh, um, the game that the 49ers were playing playing that week was uh against Seattle Seahawks <laughs> and, and, and and Mikhail I'm telling you right here cuz cuz and, and this is the God's honest truth I'm sitting here uh in my living room watching the game with my uh nephew who's a uh, diehard 49ers fan with my brother who happens to be a Dolphins fan but he came over just to hang out with my wife um, um, and, and myself watching the game. I'm watching the game as I'm watching 
online uh, my position in in, in this uh, uh, tournament or whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Eight, and and this is this is absolutely no lie. I'm not exaggerating whatsoever. Eight minutes left in the game. I'm on top, and I got ten thousand dollars sitting in my pocket. Eight minutes wow. left. In, eight minutes left in the game. I have ten thousand dollars in my pocket. I'm on top of this league, and this league like had about four or five thousand people at least in, the, in, in that were participants. Within eight minutes, Colin Kaepernick throws. I think has two turnovers. Seattle scores on one of them, knocks me down, and I wind up only winning thirteen hundred bucks. <laughs> that's the God's honest. Oh my goodness! But thirteen hundred is a good. That's a good amount of money, bro. Right, right. But eight minutes. But eight six, minutes. Yeah, eight minutes, and you lost like nine thousand dollars. Eight, <laughs> eight minutes. And, and 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 all I'm saying is, I said this game, and, and they, everyone heard me. This game can't get over soon enough, and that's all I kept on saying. And I, and as I saw, after I finished saying that, Colin Kaepernick decided to implode, killed me, killed me, and I, I wound up. Yeah, you're right. Thirteen hundred dollars, thirteen hundred dollars, but it's it's a long way from ten grand. Ten yeah, grand. Yeah, it's a long way from ten grand. Yeah, so so I, I, and and I think that was my third or fourth attempt getting into fantasy, uh, 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 daily fantasy football. I decided to take a shot. Uh, was feeling pretty good that week that I thought I could do something. Uh, I was right. I I I was pretty good, at, and I got on top, and and I think I wound up tied for sixth. And because I was tied for sixth with about four or five other people. That's why I split up into uh, uh, 1300 So, uh-huh. so it is what it is. So, yeah, it, it's it's uh, exciting, and I'm uh, definitely going to get into the. I think it's a ten million dollar tournament where that you can win twenty million. Uh, you you can win two million at the top. Um, quite naturally, it goes down from there. But uh, um, let me see what happens. I mean, you got to be in it to win it. So, um, let's yeah, see what happens. You be in it to win. You see what happens. All right, let's move on to another thing um, uh, that you need to know. Quite natural. This, this is a no-brainer, um, but believe it or not, um, I'm going to a draft. Uh, um, you got on. You got on before. Uh, you got on after I had said this. I'm going to a draft, a live draft today, and uh, that is my another. That's my next do. Familiar. Familiar familiarize yourself with your league's draft, whether it's online or off. Make sure you understand what type of draft it is, if it's going to be a straight draft uh, um, or a um, a uh, um, an S draft or a serpentine draft, meaning if a linear draft, which is a straight draft, each round you, you draft the same way. So if I'm, I have the first pick in the first round, I have the first pick in every other round after that. In a linear draft, I mean, in a uh, S draft or a serpentine draft, draft, yeah, yeah, S draft, I have the first pick in the um, first round, and I have the last pick in the second round. Quite naturally, uh, going into the third round, I have the first pick, and it it it, it alternates. Um, every other round, I would have the first pick. So the first pick I would have in the first round, then the second, the last pick I would have in in the second round. First pick in the third, last pick in the fourth, first pick in the fifth, and by, on and on and on and on. Understand what type of draft you're in. Um, that has a lot to do with um, how you draft. And this is one of the big don'ts that uh, people should just forget about. Don't even think about. I think when I first got into fantasy football, because I was a novice, didn't know any better, I did this um, the first year. After the first year, I didn't even bother bother doing it anymore. Don't rely on fantasy football magazines. You know why? Fantasy football <laughs> magazines fantasy football <laughs> magazine come out in May, June, uh, in April, May, June. There's a lot that can happen in July and August leading into fantasy football. 
Um, and, and all those stats and player movements are not going to be in there because those publications um, were um, put in place before player movement, including draft. You get something that come in, in, in April. Well, if it's it, depending on what – well, now it's not even April. It's in May now. So if they come in April or a certain part of May – you may not even get the rookies in there. They're just talking about the veterans and maybe not even players that have moved from one team to the next uh, over the summer or going into uh, um, training camp. So don't rely on those magazines. There's plenty of stuff that you can read online or you can uh, uh, research yourself versus reading those magazines. Um Unless you unless you like reading them, let me put it that way. Unless you like reading old news, because that's what it is—old news. <laughs> so it's, it is what it is. Um. All right. The next do I would think is this: do some mock drafts. Do some mock drafts, whether whatever sites you can get on, whether whatever that you're into, NFL.com, Yahoo, um, uh, CBS, or uh, ESPN. Um, there's some other sites out there that you can just do mock drafts. Get an idea of you now. Every draft is different, but get an idea um, on how people uh, draft. Uh, you, try drafting different. Do, use different scenarios. Draft it just like Victor. If you want to draft a quarterback, see what happens when, when you draft a quarterback uh, in the first round um, and see how your roster ends up at, 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 with, with the last pick, uh, whether, it's, <laughs> whether it's a good roster or not. Then try drafting with two wide receivers in the first two rounds or try drafting with two running backs in the first two rounds or mix it up, running back and a wide receiver. And you, you, there's a lot of scenarios do as many mock drafts so you're uh, comfortable as you as you can possibly be with different scenarios that when it comes to your draft and uh, you see people draft in a certain way that you if you have recall, you can understand what's going on here and you can adjust accordingly that you're not caught off guard. You got to go in with a plan. Now, I always refer back to every, when I when I say a plan. I always refer to, back to a a, a a a boxer who I I I, I love him when he say this and he, and he's so he's so right. Mike Tyson. Um, I don't know who who was interviewing, but one of Mike Tyson's isms is this: every ha everyone has a plan until they get hit. Well, everybody's got a <laughs> everybody. So so everybody. Everybody has a plan going into a fantasy draft. But until you get hit with a, with a surprise, is it going to throw you off and screw you up for the rest of the draft? Or are you going to take a step back, regroup, press forward, and, and, and adjust? So know your draft. Uh, do mock drafts. And... Uh, um, uh, get that practice and practice make perfect. Yeah, I said practice. I said practice. Yes, makes perfect. So uh, uh, I'm talking about practice. Yes. Um, so you're not caught <laughs> off guard. Um, every Like I said, every draft is different. Believe me, I've been in some crazy drafts and um, it can hurt you and it can help you a lot. Depending on who you have and what type of what type of um, um, drafting uh, the people are are doing around you, um, but uh, you should always have a plan going into it and be able to adjust on the fly when it doesn't go according to uh, what you think it may have gone to. So every draft is different, and that that's what makes it so so exciting. Every draft is different. Don't overlook. The uh, uh, later rounds. Um, now, a lot of people really re uh, uh, key in on the first three rounds. A lot of people are really into the first round. I really into the first round. I want that. I want that. Stud. I want that stud in the first round. Well, you you depending on 
how big your roster is. You got a whole bunch of other rounds to deal with. And um, the first four rounds, pretty much, first four or five rounds, pretty much um, uh, can go pretty pretty normal for the most part. But then you have to really dig in. This is where you um, make your fantasy football um, teams, where, where they really come – come to shape when, when you start drafting in the later rounds, picking out the players that um, um, may not be on someone's radar, but you, you feel, or you have a feeling, or you've been watching a player um, and you think this guy can perform just in case one of the guys in your earlier rounds takes the tumble, gets hurt. You can plug this guy in or swap him out. If the guy isn't performing well, you, one of your first few few rounds, and, and and or you can grab the guy, and he he's sitting on your on your bench. Somebody else may want him, and you may be able to use it as a bargaining tool. But you're trying to get the best roster possible. So the first four or five rounds, they're important, but you make your team in the later rounds before it quite naturally, in my opinion, the last two rounds. If you have a defense, you take a defense in the last uh, next to last round, and you take a kicker in the last. But anything in between there are very key, especially from the fifth round to to the to the if it's a sixteen round, from the fifth round to the thirteenth round are very key to what your fantasy football team is going to look like. So pay attention. Don't overlook the later rounds. The last. I wouldn't say last, but not least. But and and but another thing is this, and hopefully I've been running around today, um, really running around today. Last minute got in here to to do this um, draft, and um, I mean to to do this show. Um, get plenty of sleep, and drink lots of fluids. And I'm not talking. <laughs> and I'm not talking about beer wine or alcohol because the worst thing you can do in my opinion in my opinion is start getting inebriated uh when you're drafted you lose your focus and uh you have a tendency to to not draft um too smart or intel not not draft too intelligently when you start um indulging in any uh uh into the um winery or, or into alcohol. So when I say uh, drink plenty of fluids, keep your mind alert. Uh, if you got to drink Gatorade, whatever, or water, but just keep yourself, keep yourself hydrated enough that you, 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 you're, you're well focused on a job at hand because if, if you're a competitive person, which I am, and if you like to win, which I do, um, and are you playing for um, a, a monetary value, maybe a or or a trophy or something? And you want that trophy? How bad do you want it? Uh, do you want to get drunk at your draft, and then you're really not serious about it? Uh, you want to focus and try to do the best that you can to put a roster that that uh, gives you a a a shot at, at the beginning of the season to eventually get into the playoffs, which is key. I'm not worried about having the best record. I could care less. Not having, not don't worry about having. If I do, that's fine. If I don't, that's fine too. I'm worried about getting to the playoffs. I won two championships last year. I'm not bragging. I'm. Just, this is the reason why I'm telling you this. I won two championships last year, and both of my records of the two two uh, championships I won out of six or eight teams, I was seven and six, seven and six. Got into the playoffs. I think in both leagues, I was a sixth seed, fifth or sixth seed, and went to the and, and won uh, um, two champions, two championships. So, and and wasn't a championship of a third one, uh, and I came came up as a runner up. So really, I went to the championship in a seven six record um, with three teams. So it's not, which is nice. It's nice. To have the best record, it's nice, but I'm talking to uh, uh, um, Macau. 
his cousin had the top seed in one of the leagues. I played him, and I was the fifth or sixth seed, whatever it was. Um, he sat on the sidelines and saw me move on to play for the championship. So, and he had the best record. He was, he, he was, he was the number one seed. So what I'm saying, people, just because you have the number one seed doesn't guarantee you to get to the championship. It's nice, but the key, just like in real life in the NFL, is to get into the playoffs, get into the dance and see what you can do from there. So I could, I could care less, um, uh, whether I had the best record or not. That's key. I, I, and um, I always go by that rule. Just get get me to the dance and let, let me do what I need to do to try to win it. All right. I'm going to take – I'm going to take <laughs> – yeah. They, and, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I think in that league, I think he did take Aaron Rodgers early in, in that league. And, and – uh, for for some reason, for some reason, uh, Mikel, I, I I don't know, I don't know, um, <laughs> I don't know if it's if if it's his um, zodiac sign, him being a Taurus and hard headed. But I'm not, I'm I, I'm a Taurus too, man, and 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 I'm I'm hard headed. But um, I got Taurus is supposed to have a little bit more common sense. So uh, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, um, <laughs> I told him I was going to talk about him. So it, if he listens to us, Victor, I told you. It wasn't like I it, talking behind your back. I told you I was going to do it. Anyway, let's take a break real quick. I'm going to take a, 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 about a two-minute break, and then we'll come back, and we'll keep talking about do's and don'ts of uh, uh, drafting. Be right back. Thursday night is the right time to kick back and listen to the FSP Crew Show as they break down the weekend sports and prepare you for Thursday night football. 8 p.m. Eastern, just before the game starts. Jerry the Master Taylor hosts the show with Jeff the Joker Goldberg and Mike the Bookie Monster Wright. The three gentlemen debate and discuss a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything on the FSP Crew Show every Thursday night on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can listen at spotonradio.webs.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365. And listen to other informative programs as well. Information, motivation, variety. Victor Gardner began the fantasy sports and politics brand with the idea of combining two of his passions into a radio show. He then learned that politics were 95% of sports. When you tune into the Fantasy Sports and Politics show every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, Mr. FST himself, Vic Gardner, and Jerry the Master Taylor will go over the weekend sports, prep you for your upcoming fantasy games, and spark a debate politicians would love to hear. That's the FSP Show every Saturday at 1 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K. You can listen at spotonradio.web.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365. For other informative programs as well, information, motivation, variety. Okay, I'm back. Uh, I'm JT, uh, a.k.a. The Master, and this is The Master Plan. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. 347-637-3220. It's the place to be if you want to talk to The Master, and that's me. I'm here online um, talking about uh, the do's and don'ts of drafting and fantasy football this season with my man, uh, uh, Macau, on the line also. And uh, I want to go into another um, don't, okay? Don't get caught up in the hype. Um, there was a big thing about Monty Ball last year um, and uh, maybe C.J. C- Spiller uh, last year. Uh, I think there's a little um, rumble about C.J. Spiller because he's moved on from Buffalo to um, New, Orleans, New Orleans, even though he's hurt, that he can be the next Darren Sproles uh, for the New Orleans Saints and be a PPR monster, points per reception monster, uh, in that offense, um, don't get caught up in the hype. You got um, Doug Martin. I think that people have been talking about Doug Martin making a resurgence. You got Melvin Gordon, Amari Cooper, Todd Gurley. Uh, all these guys are good, uh, uh, have talent, 
and have uh, a good enough argument to be drafted fairly high. Um, the height might just too, uh, be too big to get any kind of proper value. Um, so just watch out that you don't overpay for these guys. Uh, like I said, um, I know you probably, some of you guys will probably love, or some of you ladies or whoever, uh, would probably love um, all three of those guys. But if they're going to go too high for your comfort level, let it, let it go. Let it go. Don't get caught up in the hype. Um, man, man, that that dude C.J. Spiller been 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 hyped up on fantasy for like what the past eight, seven, eight years? Uh, about two, three years at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think he's been in the league that long. But yeah, he's been hyped hyped up uh to about two, three years. Feel, yeah, yeah. It feel like it's been about six, seven, eight years, something like that. It feel like it. Yeah. every year. I yep. get that name. DJ yep. And he's always getting hurt. He can't seem to stay healthy. So don't get caught up in that. Um, and, and and there's another don't that people should not do. Don't panic. You, you know, this morning, uh, uh, I'm in a draft. Like I keep on saying, I'm in a draft at 1 o'clock. First this thing this morning, the guys that – some of the guys in the draft, because we're in a group text, um, start texting – and you can see the panic is setting in. The last few days, the panic was setting in for these guys. Where is it at? What time is it? Um, what, asking all kinds of crazy questions when the commissioner had laid it out uh, a long time ago. But as you get closer to the drafts, some of these guys start panicking. Um, you can see the anxiety through the text, Texas that these guys are, are having. Uh, and the same guys that exhibit that, through their texts are the same guys that exhibited in the, at the draft. I've been with these guys for four or five years now, and the same guys do the same things. Uh, they act the same way. They panic, um, and uh, it reflects in their draft. So uh, telling you people, don't panic. Come with, come with a plan. Know that the plan is, is flexible. Know that it's not written in stone. But don't panic. And along with that, don't panic. Um, and I see that this happens a lot, that in a, in a draft, it could be the first round, second round, third round. Usually it happens in the second or third round that um, one, one guy or maybe two guys take a – take we'll say a quarterback at the top position. I'll go in the second round. A quarterback at the top. They take Aaron Rodgers. So here, here it comes. The next guy behind him. Um, uh oh, he take he took Aaron Rodgers. I bet I better take Andrew Luck because I want to get Andrew Luck and, and, and I don't want anybody to get him behind me. And then the, the guy behind him or the guy uh, uh, two picks after him takes another quarterback. What I'm talking about is a run on a, a one specific position. Don't panic. If it's not in your plans, especially if it's a quarterback, don't panic. Um, know what you want and know what your comfort level that you want to pick somebody. Now, like I said, you got to be flexible. You got to be, you got to think on the fly here. So you got to have an idea of what you want to do. But just because a there's a run on a particular position doesn't mean that you have to be included in that run. You can be. But doesn't necessarily mean that you have to jump into the fray just like everyone else um, did because the fact is you want don't want to miss out. Um, just think about this. Whatever position is, is, a, is a run on, that means the other positions are up, up, for, uh, up for you to take. So if they take quarterbacks or if they take wide receivers, well, that means um, the next round, uh, there's going to be either uh, running backs or wide receivers, depending on what the position was to run on, or a quarterback that you may want to take. So understand that when one when one position has a run, the other positions open up for uh, uh, for you to take and, and you can, you to take advantage of. So don't panic, don't panic, don't do a Mike Tyson and, and bite bite uh, Holyfield's ear off because things won't go in your way. 
Remember that. Don't do a Mike Tyson. All right. <clears throat> What's your thoughts, Ed McCall? Anything? Nah, I'm with you. Yeah, you can't you can't panic. You know, um, like Mike said, you know, everybody got a plan until they get hit. You always come up with a plan. You you know, you gotta have a plan you gotta have two things. And that's and that's just in life, period. You gotta you gotta have a plan and you gotta be able to improvise. You know what I mean? And people have it people be doing it backwards. It's like they wanna like some people just wanna straight improvise with no plan. That ain't gonna work. Some people just want to plan, and then once the plan get knocked off, they like, what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to improvise then. You know what I'm saying? That's when you improvise. So that's all I got on that. Okay, hold on. Let me just get this together here. All right. What else am I talking about here? Okay. <clears throat> Oh, you know what? We got about eight minutes here, uh, Mikhail. Um, and and uh, since I have you on on, on here, uh, I think you know where I'm where I'm going to he be headed with this. See, since you are a uh, a uh, Washington Redskins fan, and it seems like the fans are all up in arms. Maybe some of the media too, uh, down in the D.C. area, who happen to be uh, Redskins fans. Um, I want to get your thoughts on your on the quarterback, if it, if there is a quarterback controversy, uh, either there is one or brewing in uh, Redskins country um, about RG three and the way he got ha hammered. Some are blaming the coach, some are blaming RG three, some are blaming the offensive line and RG three. Um, um, I want you to give me your take on. What you saw, and I'm pretty sure you watched the uh, Redskins and that debacle with that that took place with RG3 uh, a few days ago. Talk to me. Yeah, I I totally watched it. And uh, before I give you my straight out opinion, I had to give you the back part first. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. like, you know, I have a habit of saying stuff, and then people be so shocked at what I say that I gotta go back and explain. And let me start from the back right you know, when you have when you have total malfunction you have to go to the leadership it's 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 just undoubted you had bad quarterback play coupled with bad uh, offensive line play and you had bad coaching so to me it's clear who the problem is the coach you can't i mean you you, you can't have clear across the board, you know what I'm saying, and then just blame the quarterback, right? Now, the quarterback had a terrible game. He had an awful game. But in leadership, you know what I'm saying, you have to be able to see. You got to have vision. If that, if that man could not see – he needed to take RG3 out in the second series. No, no, no. I'm going to be nice. By the third series, he need to be fired. I actually, actually, I think he need his ass kicked. Straight oh. up. Oh. Straight up. Really? He took that, yeah, man. He should have took that dude out. Because what is the, the main rule in preseason is to not get hurt. Once you saw how aggressive that the, that defense was against your front offensive line and you and you saw that they couldn't hold you know they couldn't hold water with wet charmin <laughs> water back out right you can't like yeah I understand he needs reps he do he need more reps but he need reps with a line that ain't gonna get him killed. So if the line get him killed, you can't get him any reps. Right. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And the media down here, they have lost their mind down here, dude. I I don't know if you remember my text, but Slim, the backup quarterback has a radio show here. Yes, I saw that. The I saw backup, that. Let me say, the 
the backup quarterback has a radio show. Who does that? Who does yeah, you're that? Right. You're, you're right about that. These people have lost their everlasting mind. And, right. You know, and Jake Rudin, God bless him. He's got a hell of a task, but Slim, he had no business taking the job because he was not – this. And, and, I, and I have this debate with a lot of these fans down here. This guy was not brought here to take this franchise to the playoffs or take this team to the Super Bowl. That's not what he was brought here for. He absolutely wasn't brought here for that. He was brought here because, of number one, he's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. Number two, he had a connection with – you know, Bruce Allen to Tampa Bay and Jay Groot, I mean, and John Groot or whatever, blah, 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 whatever. So he has failed in his first tag, his very first tag. Because last year, last year he pulled out RG3 and put in uh, Kirk Cousins, and that was a debacle. And then right. he put in Colt McCoy, and that was a debacle. And even with those, those two other quarterbacks running the offense, the offense still stinks. It still sucks. It still sucks. It's like this team is a, a three or four and twelve team with RG three quarterback. So, so huh? So 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 not to interrupt you, but sir, so is it the fault of the coach? Is it the fault of the organization for the players that they have in place? Uh, they don't have enough talent to, to um, compete? No, um, or, 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 is, or is it the quarterback? It's squarely the coach because you've got problems all across the board. You've got problems all across the board. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but you had, pro- you, had, you, had, you had problems across the board, Mikael, when you had the Shanahan's, and, and now you change his coach, and you still, is he still think it's the coach, or you still, or does this fall on the players, including the quarterback? You really, did, you really didn't have that much problems across the board with the Shanahan. You know what I'm saying? You had, you had too much stuff going on outside with the Shanahan. You okay. Had leaking, leaking stories, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you had just a cesspool going on around, you know, around Redskins Park. But inside well, that's, Redskins that's Park, inside Redskins Park, you knew who was who. You know what I'm saying? Right. This coach, you don't know who is who, what is what. Your offensive line is is a wreck. You know what I'm saying? All three of your quarterbacks, when the game is on, they look all look pitiful and horrible. All of them, right? And you you call him Bush League style play. And you can't even you can't even keep your quarterback upright. You he was brought in here to develop this dude. He not developing him. He not. He having a hard time developing him. And now I, I give you that. RG three is hard to develop. He hard headed, all this other stuff. But Slim, that's what you getting paid five million for. You not getting paid five million to be this head coach that's going to resurrect this franchise. That's not what we. That's not what you was bought here for. And I can't even remember my last point, but oh, I remember. I remember with RG with RG three a quarterback. You four. And, we four and twelve. No doubt about it. With Kirk Cousins and old Colt McCoy, you five and twelve. So I, I mean, it's just no different. Develop the dude. I think he played his card too early last year by pulling out RG3. I really do. I really do. He played that card way too early. He should have just, like the way he is now, you know what I'm saying, saying our Robert's our starter, we're going to work with Robert, we're going to develop Robert. He should have been doing that last year. He should have been doing that last year because that is his job. Damn if he lost the locker room. That's not his job. His job was to get this dude right. That was his job. Right. That's what he was brought here for. That's why the owner of the team called the coach's agent last year around late November and said, yo, this dude is stealing money from me. 
He's stealing oh. money from me. Are you yeah, serious? Man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I am dead, dead on serious. Now, tell me that again. Say that, say, say that again. The owner of the Washington Redskins. Right. This is reported by... Uh, this was reported by Chris Russell, um, who was the Red, a Redskins reporter over at ESPN 980. This ain't right. new knowledge. This is right. old. This is old stuff. Right. He he had got it from uh, um, a red uh, a red someone in the Redskins organization. Right. That Daniel Snyder called the agent the agent for the coach of the Washington Redskins, Jay Gruden, called called his agent and told him that your client is stealing money from me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and I totally get it. I told wow. him why he said that. Because this dude was a mess last year. He was a mess. Bush League at best. Bush League. Bush League. And you know, RG3 is taking the brunt for all of it. But he don't help himself. He, he, he's not helping himself. You know what I mean? He's looking terrible. He's looking awful. So he's an easy, he's a very easy target. That's how they get mad. Well, let, let me ask you something. Let me, let me ask you something. Do you think uh, um, he should be doing all of, the, all, all of his talking that he's been doing? I think that's just, that's just adding fuel to the fire. That's my opinion. Yeah, some of the stuff he some of the stuff he's saying he could have not said it, but I honestly the last statement that he said I was glad he said it. I really was. I was happy he said it because he basically threw up his middle finger to all of the reporters that was coming out saying a whole bunch of stuff about him all summer. He was taking a beating this summer. I mean, they was just going in saying he was. You know the the thirty first quarterback out of thirty two, they basically said Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston was better than RG three. Right. So these two dudes are better than in their rookie seasons. They're better than a rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and they haven't even played a snap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I I am under no delusions that he's like, you know, top tier or even top 15 or even top 20 or even top 25. But I would at least say that the boy is at about 27 or 28, and he's definitely better than two quarterbacks that haven't even played. Definitely. They haven't even they haven't even played. So, I mean, I, a lot of that I thought was ridiculous, but what he really said was, you know, I, I just think I'm the best quarterback in the league. You know, there are others that have done more than me, and I understand that, and I got to go out here and show it. That's all he said. Everybody just took the first line and just went with it. I'm the best in the NFL. He didn't yeah, but don't, don't you think because all the things that I mean, he's been going through and and, and, and the bad, bad play and um the swirling controversy that's been going on for like the last three seasons, two with Jay Gruden now, uh, or two go, two going into Jay Gruden and one with the Shanahan's that he just should should be remaining ultimately humble and say little as possible to give uh, nothing to the media to to uh, jump on. Now, I, I would think that'd be the best best choice for him versus coming out and saying a whole bunch of stuff that will just absolutely get him in trouble and, and just add fuel to the fire. What's your thoughts on that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the, the media has demonstrated that they're going to do it if he don't say nothing, and they're going to do it if he doesn't say anything but says something, they're going to take it and twist it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I mean, because before, you know, he said what he said, he was just he was still taking a beat. They was, they was punishing. I just explained that. He, he didn't right. say nothing before that, and they were still going in on him. Mm-hmm. Then when he said something, right, really thumbing his nose back at him, like, man, I ain't thinking about y'all. I think I'm the best in the league. And, you know, and that's my mindset. And that's how I'm going to carry it. You right. know what I mean? And they twisted that. I mean, it's, it's 
it's got it's gotten way past ridiculous, way past ridiculous. But his play is not helping him. His play is not helping him right now. It, it really is not. It, it absolutely is not. Absolutely. Uh, he got to let that ball go. He is still not letting that ball go. Okay. Well, I appreciate the conversation. Um, we're going to get out of here. I got to get myself together because, like I said, I have a, a draft to, to uh, prepare for and, and to get there on time so I can relax and enjoy um, drafting. Hopefully uh, I get have a good draft. Um, Mikhail, is there anything you want to say before we um, um, step out step out the door? Nah, we good, bro. I, th- I thank you for talking about that because I, I definitely want to talk about it. I Not really a problem. I, 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 hey, I'm always here. Anybody wants to talk about something, I'm always here. I got, I'm, I, I'm a good listener. I think so. Anyway, let's uh, uh, get out of here. Um, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy the uh, preseason games. That does, I think there's about two or three more today, and one on Monday night. Um, um, do your research. Hopefully, you have good drafts. Um, and we're out. See ya.